This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number three, Nick and Ken, Magnificent Football Monday here with you on the BetQL Network. One hour left to go here with our friends on Stadium. And then if you're watching on Stadium and you want to check out the final hour of the show, I would strongly recommend that because we're going to give you bets for a ton of things going on tonight in the world of sports. Tyler's got some college basketball plays. We will give you our bets for tonight in the NHL with Bets of Steel. Best of the best in the NBA, side total and props, and then side total and props, Monday Night Football with the Jets and the Chargers. That's all the final hour of the show, one hour from now. So you're watching on Stadium, you want to check out the final hour, twitch.tv backslash betql. But a great 60 minutes coming up here on Stadium in the third hour of the show on this Monday. Whale capper Drew Dinsick, our good friend, will join us in 20 minutes, giving us thoughts on the NBA and the National Football League, and uh, we'll continue breaking down Week 10 in the NFL. And we'll continue to do that right now with one of the best games on the board in Week 10. Jake, bring the music back up, please. And Ken, that game sees two teams coming off their bye. Two Super Bowl contenders, maybe one more so than the other. But still, I think both teams harboring hopes of winning a Super Bowl championship. That is, excuse me, the San Francisco 49ers is getting to that time of year. Yeah. Sore throats abound. People people hear me doing that a lot now. Like, oh, he's clearing his throat more the last couple weeks than he did before. It's because we don't stop talking, like, forever. That's, cause, that's why. <laughs> And also, like my my wife doesn't feel great, and I feel like yeah. I feel like both of us also, maybe maybe getting sick. Hashtag yeah. germs. Right. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, hey, hey, everybody, it's me, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> right. San Francisco, yeah, San Francisco, a three point road favorite. Again, both teams come off their bye on the road at the Jaguars. The total is forty five. Like this sets up as an absolute banger of a game. Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Niners and Jags. Yeah, and with Seattle's loss yesterday, San Francisco moves back into first without playing uh, in the NFC West, which is interesting. And, I mean, the two teams that went into their buys completely opposite directions. I think everybody knows that the Niners struggled a lot, lost to Cincinnati a couple weeks ago, lost to Minnesota on Monday night the week before that. Um, like, things things kind of went off the rails for them a little bit, and some of it was injuries, and some of it was a bad luck, honestly. Lost to P.J. Walker, and, you know, their kicker misses a field goal in the Browns a few weeks ago. And the Jags got like white hot for a while and started covering every number. And Lawrence was playing pretty well. The defense was playing really well, which was like a big, a big part of it. And they go into their buys and it's not that they have to like reverse course out of their buy that like the Jags lose some of their momentum and the Niners start playing better. Although that is what I expect to happen, to be honest. Um, just that like, I think it's, I think it's possible. So I, this game is really interesting because I, I made the game three 
And so when that when I see this market, I just go, yep, like that's that's what it is, like all good. And yet there's like a part of me that just like kind of wants to bet the Niners anyway. You you like Jacksonville as a team much more than I do. I just they feel like a team that's just it's like it's who they've played and just like kind of how the games have gone. I'm just like, yeah, like you're you're good. But are you like, are you anything like really like actually special? And I, I still think that the Niners are a really special team. And I think they have a chance to be like really, really good at the end of the year. So even though like it's they're a full three on the road, I may end up betting the Niners for a little bit. Uh, Chase Young will obviously make his debut for the Niners in this game, we think, too. Just kind of fun. And uh, it's more just like a bet against Jacksonville. We can talk a little bit about it. But yeah, my first thought was maybe bet the Niners for a little bit. I, I don't really disagree with the number in the market, though. So this was uh, two and a half, fifteen. Two and a half. Yeah. I, I, I get notes from people like they're like are did, that never heard the two and a half explanation, yeah. which I think makes it funnier. I feel like I never want yes. to explain it again. And just like joke. just like do it. Yes. Yep. Totally it's been explained agree. a couple times. So this number last night was two and a half minus fifteen, and I thought to myself, "Hey, self, do you think this number is ever two and a half when you wake up tomorrow morning?" And I said to myself, "No." So I bet a little on San Francisco minus two and a half. Now it's three, uh, which is less to be like, wow, look how great I am. Or just like that's an opener that I thought was like pretty. It's like, I don't think you have to be a genius to figure out where the line was going to go. Um, I agree with you, by the way. I, I would never bet Jacksonville at three. Like we get past three, maybe like, actually, I don't even think I would take Jacksonville three and a half. But I agree with you, San Francisco or nothing. I do think San Francisco is a, a good amount better than Jacksonville. And like, I I guess maybe I do think Jacksonville's a better team than you do, but like I, I don't think Jacksonville's on like the San Francisco tier. I think there's right. like a definite difference between these two teams. Maybe they're sort of and like I Miami. like Jacksonville. Right. Uh, but that Step takes up me in to class kind could of, be problematic. Yeah. Here's an exercise that I would like to do with you right now. Uh, jumping jacks. Are you ready? Uh, I will give you two teams, one of which will be Jacksonville, on a neutral field, pick the winner of the game. Ready? Okay. Yeah, sure. Jacksonville. Not who will be favored for people listening. Not who will be favored. Like who I think would win. Correct. Jacksonville versus the Chargers, neutral field. Well, I mean, this is a setup. We we got this game late last season. <laughs> so, yeah, but like, like, but the Chargers could still win the game. Just because Jacksonville I'll, won doesn't mean that they have to win this is time. The, is the game being played like tomorrow? Uh or like in, whatever. Well, however, in the, however, well, injury, however you want to answer, right? I'll, I'm going to do it like it's this week, uh, and I would take okay. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, Baltimore. Baltimore. Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Jacksonville, Cleveland. Uh, really close. I'll say Cleveland. I think I would. I think I'd take Jacksonville just because I think Watson's it's really, close. really cooked. Yeah, uh, it's really close. Uh, so Jacksonville beat Buffalo in London. Jacksonville Buffalo again on a neutral. I mean, they they played like a, on a neutral. I, like I, I have to say Jacksonville to this. Like I don't I don't even have a choice on that one. Well, Buffalo, I mean, you could make them. Buffalo could beat them again if they played again. But like, but like, what's even the case? It's like the case is like that they're not actually the Bills that we've watched. Like uh, just, Jacksonville know. Miami. I'll take Miami. Jacksonville Jets. I'll take Jacksonville in that game. It's like they're yeah. I just think like they're just like to get a I think rated? like to get a sense of where of right. where like yeah. we view them. Yeah, like the hierarchy of the NFL. Well, just to do the schedule the AFC. too. Yeah, I, I, and that was a good exercise. I actually, had, I actually had to think about a few of those. The Cleveland one's really fun because it's like I'll take I mean, the Jacksonville Jags. Has a, 
Jags have a huge advantage at quarterback in the game. Also, can the Jags score in the game? Like, at all. And like, I don't know. That Like, that feels like a really, like a three. Honestly, that's probably like a field goal game where Lawrence makes one play and, like, they win or something like that. What would the total uh, in be a, in a that game? game? Like, Browns, Jaguars. Is the first digit a three? Well, this year, the first digit might be a three. The first digit is three in, like, every game this year. <laughs> it's, it's um, insane. Or, like, 41, 40. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. It's, if it's more than, if it's not a three, like, it's we're very close. Uh, but all I was going to do is the reason, and people might be like, well, you know, you said you were down on the Jags, and then you kind of just were like, well, because you watch them and you're, you don't like them very much. The Jags being good essentially hinges on the Buffalo game, which they won. Like, that's the case for the Jags being good. The Jags' other wins this year are the Colts twice, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Steelers. Like, they, they haven't, I mean, you could make an argument, they haven't played an above-average team. And then their two losses are the Chiefs game, that, like, brutally low-scoring Week 2 game, and they lost to the Texans, which now looks kind of funny because now we know the Texans are actually, like, average. Like, we know the Texans are pretty good. Are, are we sure the Jags are good? What What tells you that they're good? Like, they can be good. I'm just asking, like, do we know yet? And it's all on the Bills game. That's the whole case. Like, smoked by the Texans, lost to the Chiefs, beat bad teams. That's where the Jags are right now. And they can be really good. We just don't really know yet. And so, like, you look, I just look at this and I go, honestly, like, I go to myself, like, are the Niners ever losing this game? That's how I think about this game. It's like, and in my head, yeah. I just go, I can't, I can't see it. Like, I can't see if it. If Purdy, if Purdy turns it over, like, three, like, Purdy throws a couple of right. bad picks, that's how it happens. But, but if like, he doesn't do that. that. That's a pretty extreme outcome, to be fair. Like, and I know he turned the ball over a little bit the last couple of weeks before the bye, but the idea of, like, you need the turnover margin to be hard, like, hard against you to lose like that's and the Debo and like... Trent Williams are going to be back, you would think, this week. Yeah. So the reinforcements are on the way. They'll ostensibly be healthier than they've been all season since the beginning, coming off the bye. And by the way, here's right. also Chase Young rushing the passer now. So it just, yeah, I don't, okay, maybe maybe the Jags are better than I think. Uh, and if they win this game, then I'll have to upgrade my opinion of them really strongly because there's no, there won't be any excuses. Like, they're, they're playing a really, really good team that's contending for the Super Bowl off their bye. And if they beat them, no matter how they beat them, like, if they do, like, I have to take that really seriously. Just with how the Bills season has gone, it's not, you can't always do this where you like go back through the schedule and see who teams have beaten. But like Buffalo's kind of been this a lot where it's like not that good and they blew out a couple bad teams. They've lost a lot. And that's what they were when Jacksonville played them. Like, it's not like, oh, well you played this team and then the quarterback got hurt and we go back and do some revisionist history. So it's like, if you think the Jags are good, like you might be right man, you're putting a lot of stock in that Bills game. And we're not even sure the Bills are like a thing this year. Like they lose to a lot of teams. They might, the Bills might be like the Jags and they both might be in that second or third tier. And we're, we we should, honestly might be doing those exercises with the Bills next week. All right, like Bills or Browns on a neutral, like Bills or Chargers. Like we might be doing that with the Bills now with how they played this year. So maybe, maybe the Jags are good. Great opportunity to show it. Haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so for so just in summation here, Niners are nothing for you. Niners are nothing yeah. for me also. Also, like, if tomorrow, Kyle, wait, and he won't do it tomorrow, if on Thursday Kyle Shanahan's like Trent Williams and Debo Samuel are playing, does this go three and a half? I, 
I would say no, only because I feel like the thought has to be that they're both playing. Like, Shanahan basically said Debo was going to be back right. after the bye, and they were holding him. So my thought is is that that's already priced in, but I mean, that's I could the two be and way half to three. that. Like, that's what happened overnight, where it's like two and a half got bet. Like, you bet two. Two and a half. Like, you bet that number. Maybe other people bet that number, like, assuming the guys would be back, and so that's how we got to three anyway. It's like, it's it's baked into this, but it wasn't baked into the opener. I think that's possible. Yeah, just like, I just saw that opener. I was just like... And again, like you say this a lot, and you're so right. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't even mean I, you have to like. And I do like them in the game. Just like I don't think this number is going to exist. So like, look, like that's that's yeah. for me. I don't have to like keep bringing it up over the course of the week. Like, look at this number I got. Like, I would bet San Francisco at this number. Just like, hey, like that that was that was a bad one. And I haven't really been betting Sunday night, Sunday uh, openers, this season right. really. Last night I was like, yeah, let me take a look at these. I was like, oh, I bet a couple of them. Uh... So that was, that was a good one, San Francisco and Jacksonville, for now at least. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday, handicapping Week 10 in the NFL. Man, this one's really interesting. And yeah. I keep thinking, and I said this of, earlier in the movement. show. If it's the game I think you're about, you're doing Atlanta, Arizona, there's a ton of line movement. Ah, uh, should we do that next? I was going to do Baltimore next, Baltimore, Cleveland. Do you want to do Arizona, Atlanta? Oh, Baltimore, Cleveland. I thought we were done with the ones. No, no, no. Let's do Baltimore, Cleveland. That's the last one. Yep. So I keep thinking that I missed the boat with Baltimore. It's like, why am I, like, why did I not lay three against the Lions? Why did I not lay it yesterday against Seattle? Like, they're, they're just awesome. But then again, maybe six is too many points against this Browns defense. Uh, this this is like the, I think, break my brain game of the week so far. Oh, okay. So far. Um, so Baltimore has been bet up a little bit. This was five last night, then five and a half, and now we're sitting Ravens minus six at home against Cleveland. Baltimore just, uh, like, wiping Seattle off the face of the earth yesterday. 37-3, and honestly, maybe, like, a slightly flattering scoreline to Seattle. Without, like, uh, and they lost by 34. Cleveland beats Arizona in, like, a fake game. The, the Cardinals literally go, like, 1.2 yards per play. It's absolutely ridiculous against this Browns defense. So it's kind of like, okay, Ravens by, by six again against a pretty good team. Like, what do we want to do here? Total 38.5. Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Ravens and Browns. Well, it's funny because you were like, I, I feel like I've missed the boat. And I go, I, I'm just glad I didn't bet those games because I was thinking about betting the dogs and I didn't. So like I didn't like I didn't bet Detroit and I know you did and this is not like like you were right and I or you were wrong and I was right whatever just like I almost did and I didn't and then I think we both were kind of like ooh Seattle like this is like oh maybe thank God and, we uh, held off yeah, on that man no thank God <laughs> like, and well thank God the line didn't move because like imagine like oh well at six and a half I'll take them well they're about to win by ninety would you like six and a half would you like seven how about twenty would you like any of those numbers and so yeah it just happened the price in the market just wasn't appealing we laid off they covered. I don't view it as so much as like missing the boat on them. Like I, I have them rated really well. Like I think they're really good. <laughs> like I don't, I don't dislike Baltimore. I don't have them in the bucket with the Super Bowl winners. And a couple of people have come on and said like you need to have Baltimore in. They're really good. Uh, Aaron Schatz, who does the DVOA projections, used to work for Football Outsiders, says that he has the Ravens just just using his ratings. Says this isn't like a subjective opinion. Just using that formula, they're like the third best team of the last twenty years rating wise right now. And you're like, well, how could that be? Be like, because well, the score margin in some of their games is outrageous and like that's that point margin is point differential is definitely factoring into a lot of the projection and who the point margin came against like Detroit's gonna make the playoffs Seattle's probably gonna make the playoffs and the Ravens played non-competitive games they were they won against both those teams just think that's interesting um also everybody knows that so I I just have I have a hard time after someone who I didn't bet either Ravens game where they looked great I haven't really been against the Ravens almost at all this year honestly 
as someone who is like neutral in all these games, I look at this game and I'm like, it's either bet the Browns or do nothing. And I don't know which one it is. Maybe the number is just good. And now we're finally rating the Ravens like the top tier team that they are. I think that's possible. But like the idea that a team does that and your idea is now I want to buy them. Like that's like whoever buys things that are valuable that way. They just did the best thing ever. Now you want to buy them? Seems unlikely that's a good idea. I want to do a little bit more on this game coming up in a little bit, and then we'll do the Cardinals and the Falcons line movement towards Kyler Murray in Arizona. That's coming up a little later this hour, but coming up next, the whale capper Drew Dinsick stops by. His bets for Monday Night Football and his early looks. Week 10 in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.